Welcome to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast, where we bring you weekly sermons that uplift your soul, strengthen your spirit, and praise the Lord. Whatever your reason for listening, we're grateful for you spending your time with us. May God open your heart to love and your ears to hear. Here now a reading from John chapter 1. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethesda. Philip found Nathanael and told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth, can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, Here truly is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus said, You believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You will see greater things than that. He then added, Very truly I tell you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Think about someone with whom you are very close. It could be a very close friend, a spouse, a sibling, a parent. Think about how you met that person and how you really got to know them. I bet it happened over a series of conversations and experiences in which you shared things about your life and they shared things about theirs. You probably talked about goals and plans for your lives. Maybe you shared fun and funny stories and things you like to do. You probably discovered some things that you have in common and you've built on those things over all the time that you have known each other. And along the way, you've created your own stories and funny memories together that you cherish. It's what happens when we're in a relationship. We speak, we listen, we learn about the other person. And even when we make mistakes, we learn how to navigate those times too. And we make it through the hurt and we get to times of great joy. That's the heart of any true relationship. Now think about your relationship with God. Can you describe it in the same way that you were just thinking about that person that you're very close with, that close human relationship? Are there shared experiences, shared conversations, times of learning, mistakes, time when you have grown as a person, learning through and growing through having done something that grieved God's heart? Are there special memories that you can think of often and that remind you of how much your relationship with God means in your life and how important time spent together with God is for you? The word covenant in the Bible appears in several important stories of some of our most well-known biblical ancestors like Noah, Abraham, Moses, the great stories of relationship between God and human beings, 
is one in which God enters a covenant relationship with God's people. In the story of Noah, we see God promising never again to destroy God's people through a flood. With Abraham, God enters a covenant to provide a long family line of descendants, too numerous to count, while Abraham promises to follow God's call to new lands and a new life. Moses agrees to be God's mouthpiece, the people's go-between with God, and the bearer of the actual covenant, or the covenant agreement, the instructions for God's people on how to live in a way that celebrates order and obedience, and most importantly, relationship. When Jesus shares the cup at the Last Supper, he tells his disciples that it is the new covenant poured out for them and for many, for us, for the forgiveness of sins. And he encourages them and us to remember that every time we drink that cup, we remember the new covenant. These are important aspects of the relationship of covenant that we find in our biblical story. And the covenant is just that. It is a relationship. And it's shared between us and God. It's a commitment from both sides to stay in that relationship, to do the hard work, no matter how easy or hard it is over the course of a lifetime. That friend that you remembered just a moment ago, I suspect there have been times when you have disappointed that person and they have disappointed you. And that doesn't feel good on either side, right? But there are also those wonderful times when you have laughed until you have cried, when you have shared something really important, when you've really been there for each other, when you've made important decisions together, the times when it's clear that that relationship is so important, it's more important than any mistake that you or the other person could make. And one more thing to think about. Those people with whom we have those deep relationships are the ones with whom that conversation that we have, that ongoing conversation, just picks right up every time we talk or are together. In fact, it never really stops. And when we are together, no matter how much time has passed, we just pick it up as if the sun has only gone down once since the last time we were together. We build the covenant relationship with God over time exactly the same way we build relationships with the people who mean the most to us, through shared experience and through conversation. That conversation is prayer. And it is the most fundamental spiritual practice that we can do to deepen our spiritual lives and to strengthen our spiritual connection to God and to others. The relationship we have with God is our most fundamental one, our primary relationship out of which all of our other relationships grow. And when we get that one right, when it is strong and growing and grounded in regular communication, all of the others will grow stronger too. So how do we do that? Last week, we reaffirmed our baptismal covenant by recommitting ourselves to resisting evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves. We again professed Jesus Christ as our Savior, and we remembered to promise 
to put our whole trust in his grace. But there's another part of that covenant that I've been thinking a lot about in the past week. It's a question that is asked of anyone who is able to answer for themselves at the time of their baptism. And this is what it says. According to the grace given to you, will you remain a faithful member of Christ's holy church and serve as Christ's representative in the world? I've been thinking about that promise to be Christ's representative in the world. And in order for me to do that, I must know the Christ whom I represent. The Christ I know is love and light. He is justice and mercy. He is the light of the world, a light which no darkness can extinguish. What we saw on the news on January 6th in our own country and everything we've seen about that story ever since is the opposite of those things. And it wasn't the first time that we have let God down. It was just the most recent time. And frankly, it was in a place that I didn't expect. And I think perhaps you didn't either. Seeing people storm our nation's capital with so much hatred in their eyes and on their faces was stunning. I don't know why I thought that it was stunning. I could have seen this coming miles and months ago. There's so much hatred, division, and mistrust in the fabric of our nation right now. There's way too much talking and not nearly enough listening. It reminds me of a TV show I watched years ago. It had a brief run on television before the Christian Coalition kind of tagged it and got it shut down for being a what they called a distasteful representation of Christian values. The show was called The Book of Daniel, and it starred Aidan Quinn as an Episcopal priest who had a drug problem. He also had different family problems that were displayed for the community to see. He had an ongoing conversation with Jesus, who would appear regularly in Daniel's Volvo for them to talk over all the problems he was dealing with. One day, out of extreme frustration, Daniel said to Jesus, Do you talk to everyone like this? And Jesus responded, I talk to everyone all the time. Not everyone listens. Ouch. That's real isn't it? We need to remember the covenant. It's a relationship, the most important one of our lives, and that relationship grows like all others from time spent sharing conversation and experience. How do you talk to God regularly and how do you listen? When we gather in our buildings for worship, we talk to God together in song and affirmation and prayer. But how do we do it on our own? That's the situation we're in right now. We're spending so much time one-on-one -on -one with God. It's just the two of us, God and me, God and you. There's no buffer, there's no go-between. It's all about what we share with God in that one-to-one -one time, getting to know God more deeply. And the more we get to know God, the more we know ourselves, because we begin to see ourselves the way God sees us, wonderfully made with purpose and presence and power. 
And the way we do this, the way we can truly know God and begin to know ourselves is prayer. Prayer is the time that is spent talking and listening with God, sharing experiences, creating memories. Prayer is the new way God shares God's vision for the world and for our lives. Prayer is the way we begin to discover who we are and how God made us exactly as we are for exactly this time and this circumstance. Nathaniel got this on a fundamental level immediately upon meeting Jesus. In the gospel lesson for today, this third part of the calling of the disciples in John, just after the prologue, we begin with the unfolding of Jesus's ministry. First, John recalls the baptism of Jesus, and then next, John's disciples are recruited to the work of Jesus. And then third, we have this story. There's Philip, and then there's Nathaniel. Did you catch what Nathaniel asks Jesus after Philip introduces him to the one who would change everything? When Jesus describes Nathaniel as an Israelite in whom there is no deceit, Nathaniel says, where did you get to know me? How could Jesus have seen and known him before they met, he had to wonder. But remember that the Gospel of John is, for the reader and the hearer, the connection between God and us in Jesus. The prologue at the beginning of John reminds us that the relationship with God and Christ began when everything else began, when all things were made. So, of course, Jesus knew Nathaniel and all the others, and you. And that's how it is. The relationship starts with God. God knows us first before we are even aware of it. And then God reaches out to us and invites us into a covenant relationship. And then we reach back. And we do that through prayer building that personal relationship with God that provides the foundation for all of our other relationships and for our faith. So what kind of renewed covenant can you experience now with God through prayer? I'd like to suggest that we can start by simply making time in our busy everyday lives to listen to God. Because it seems like right now, if we're doing more talking than listening, we may not be getting it right. You can listen by being still and quiet. You can listen by reading God's word and meditating on what God is saying to you through it. May I suggest the Psalms? You can listen by watching the world around you, looking for opportunities to see hope, to see things differently, to see God's vision for us, and then to join in whatever it is God is doing to make that vision a reality. And then when you've listened and learned about God and therefore yourself, you can begin to speak your questions, your thoughts, your doubts, your memories, your hopes. And you and God can get closer and closer, growing the covenant between you. You can grow in your love for and your connection to God, which will help you grow in your love for and your connection to others, to the world, to the work that God needs from you to transform the world in the love and light of Jesus Christ. 
It is the most important relationship of your life. It's the deepest covenant you'll ever enter. It's worth the work and the time. So consider using the covenant prayer that we prayed together in worship last week. In it, Wesley addresses God, finding ways to put himself out there and therefore for us to put ourselves out there for God to use, but also to know when to step aside and simply listen. Join the small group that is starting this week to pray through that prayer and to study it together for the next four Tuesday evenings. Use that prayer in your personal prayer time. Make it the home screen on your device so that when you first wake up in the morning, it's the first thing you do. You start your day by seeing and praying that prayer and offering yourself to God to do whatever God needs for you to do. The ways God will invite you into action are ways that you can continue to more deeply know and love the heart of God and to see God's work in the world. And prayer opens you up personally and individually to that knowledge, to that heart, to that action, to that life-changing relationship. There has never been a more important time to pray than right now. There has never been a more important time for us to connect with God personally than right now. And friends, I invite you to do that to work on this relationship, to spend time listening and watching what God is doing in the world and in your life, to get to know God better so that when we are able to be together again, we build on that strong foundation that we have worked on and we have lived into in this time apart. Let the covenant be grown and developed and more deeply rooted in you and in God together. May it be through prayer. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church podcast. We hope that you have found our podcast helpful and hope to be in ministry not only to you, but with you. For more information about Sandy Springs United Methodist Church, please visit www.ssumc.org. Until next time, may God bless you.